0: Alright, folks, I'm gonna read from this book called Red Moon by Miranda Gray. Okay, understanding and using the creative, sexual, and spiritual gifts of the menstrual cycle. Okay. I wanted to read a few um, Sections from this book Okay Let me start with this one quote Eve felt the presence of the energy emerging from the darkness within herself Okay, then I want to jump to The womb tree There are two major images used in mythology and legend to symbolize the feminine energies. The first is the cup or grail symbolizing the regenerative transformative potential and the second is the tree or pillar symbolizing the dynamic inspirational ecstatic energies. The image of the sacred moon tree is very ancient and appears repeatedly in religious art from sources as diverse as early Assyrian cultures to the medieval and modern Christian church. In Assyrian art, the moon tree was depicted as laden with fruits with a crescent moon riding above the branches. Although this image was sometimes stylized to a pillar topped by the moon. As well as fruits, the moon tree was often depicted adorned with lights or ribbons. An image which is familiar in modern times in the Christmas tree or the maypole. The maypole may be regarded as a stylized moon tree with the circle dance of the white, red, and blue ribbons weaving the different feminine energies to bring about the spring fertility. Many lunar goddesses were linked with a particular tree, some of which were magical and some of common or mundane species. In Greek mythology, the goddess Athene, Represented the creative fire of inspiration and it was represented by the dark-fruited olive tree. The, G- the Greek tree of life bore golden apples and was called Hera's tree after the goddess of the moon at dawn and at dusk whose name meant womb. The apple tree also appears in numerous legends and stories as a tree which bears the fruit of life and as a source of menstrual wisdom. The stories of Snow White and Adam and Eve both show the apple tree's fruit bearing, the awakening of menstruation, and the curse of death. Ah, is that what it symbolizes? Huh. Yeah, that that actually kind of makes sense, huh? In the medieval Vita Merlini, The Life of Merlin, an apple woman appears as the bringer of death through her fruit. Rejected by the young Merlin, the apple woman tries to exact revenge later in his life by offering him her poisonous apples to eat. This kind of sounds like Snow White, doesn't it? Although Merlin escapes this fate, his companions eat the apples and are driven mad. Hmm. They eat the apple and are driven mad in Arthurian legend. King Arthur, mortally wounded at the Battle of Camlann, was carried by Morgan La Fay to Avalon, the otherworld island of apples, to be healed. Yeah, I think King Arthur was also a shaman. Another tree having red fruit and strong moon tree imagery is the Rowan. The Rowan is also called the quick beam, the mountain ash, or the witchwood. Mountain ash. Hmm, what does that make you think of? The, The name quick beam means tree of life, alongside the hazel and the apple... The Rowan fruit was considered to be the food of the gods, and it was was taboo to eat the bright red berries. The color red has very ancient associations with the energies of life. It represented the life blood, the blood of birth, the blood of fertility, and the blood of menstruation. Like the womb tree, the Rowan's branches are laden with clusters of bright red fruit, and its powers were believed to be those of the creative energies of inspiration, prophecy, healing, and divination. In the awakening, the womb tree is a personal image of the sacred moon tree, the tree of life and knowledge. Shaped like the womb, holding the fruits of life and the form of the moon in its branches, it provides a conscious link between a woman, the energies of her cycle, and the moon. The waters of the womb tree are the waters of a woman's subconscious. They are the inner source of creative inspiration, and from these waters, ideas and intuition intuition are given birth. Water has always had strong links with the inner world, and early worshippers offered prayers of thanks or supplication by throwing a votive offering into water. By visualizing the womb tree and throwing a request into the water, a woman can form a link with her creative source and give birth to idea children. The use of the womb tree is visu- visualization will be approached in more, okay. The fruit of the womb tree holds the knowledge of and the life bestowing power of the menstrual cycle and the rhythms of life. By picking the fruit, Eve awakens those rhythms within herself, activating the relationship between her mind, her womb, and her creative energies. The fruit, however, cannot be taken without also taking the serpent, as is as it is the experience of the serpent and its renewing energies which brings the knowledge of the menstrual cycle. The Serpent The serpent appears in mythology as perhaps the most powerful of all images of renewal and transformation. It is the guardian of the wisdom of the underworld and of prophecy. The ability of the snake to regularly shed its old skin and renew itself was reflected each month in the renewal of the new moon and in the menstrual cycle of women. Like the moon, the snake was seen as a symbol of light and of darkness. It lived both above the ground and in the earth in burrows and caves. It represented the powers of the dark moon, the dynamic energy which arose from the inner consciousness or underworld and which brought into the light the powers of prophecy, wisdom, inspiration and fertility. The snake's sinuous, ripple-like movements reinforced its association with water and it became a symbol of the waters of heaven as fertilizing rain. The waters of the earth as life-giving rivers and the waters of the underworld as the womb which brought rebirth and new life. In some mythologies, the snake represented the creative source which gave birth to the universe. The serpent was seen as the dynamic energy of the goddess who was both the earth womb and that power within the earth which made the plants grow. Yeah, sound is consciousness. The invisible blueprint behind all living, moving, dancing things. Okay. Many goddesses were linked to snakes. In some cases, this may indicate that these deities were originally seen in terms of the whole of the moon's cycle, rather than the single phase with which they later became associated. Hel, H-E-L, the Teutonic goddess of the underworld and the dead. Isn't that interesting? What a name for uh, the goddess of the underworld. And the dead was the sister of the world serpent Ouroboros, which encircled the oceans of the earth. Did you ever know that? Hell, H-E-L, the Teutonic goddess, female, feminine goddess of the underworld. And the dead was the sister of the world serpent Ouroboros. Did you even know the fucking world bore a serpent at its sister? I'd never even knew that. Which encircle the oceans of the earth. Both Inanna and Ishtar were depicted with serpents, often inter- often intertwined around a staff and were called the queen of the upper and lower waters. This is this is kundalini. This is all kundalini, man. Silk Road. Is it's from fucking Xi'an, China, to fucking Mount Zion, Israel. It's Kundalini. In the sanctuary at Nosos on Crete, statues were found of goddesses or priestesses with snakes wrapped around their bodies and in their hands. Hecate, Heka- Hekat, Hecate, the Greek dark moon goddess was depicted with snakes in her hair, you know what that symbolism is, snakes as hair medusa this all this, this is shamanism. this is all shamanism, okay snakes okay, snakes in her hair, and Demeter goddess of the corn, was attended by a snake in particular, goddesses who were patrons of learning, oracle, healing, wisdom, and inspiration were associated with snakes. The priestess of Artemis was called the Pythia or serpent and her shrine was a place of healing and prophecy athene's shield and the aegis a garment which she wore across her shoulders were both adorned with pictures of the snake-haired gorgon's head and the aegis was also fringed with snakes in celtic legend the gra- the goddess brigid was particularly associated with snakes and the snake-headed egyptian goddess H-E-H he, he heh H-E-H Was called the revealer of wisdom Serpents are also found in mythology and legend Guarding the tree of life The tree as an image of the goddess Brought union between earth, heaven, and underworld Through which the energies of life Poured in the symbol of the snake Yeah like in fucking uh Alice in Wonderland or or The Jungle Book, The Serpent Around the Snake. Okay, the serpent was the rising and falling sap, the living, dying, renewing aspect of the eternal source of life. The imagery of the story of Adam and Eve is similar to that found in Mesopotamia, Egypt, and other cultures in which the divine feminine was represented. The tree of life, whose rhythmic shedding and rebirth of its leaves each year echoed the rhythms of the snake, the moon, and women, was an image of death followed by rebirth. The story of Adam and Eve has two trees, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge, separating the concept of an individual's awareness of the cycle of life and rebirth from the cycle of nature. I think the tree of knowledge was a fig tree, which uh, is all basically Buddhism, and the tree of life is like they said is the is the you know the god the goddess you the tree is the symbol of you okay. Uh, cycle of nature. Eve, however, rejoins these ideas with the picking of the fruit. By taking the fruit, she takes on the cyclic nature of menstruation. She becomes linked to the rhythms of nature and of the universe, aware on a personal level of the interconnectedness of these rhythms and the cycle of life. Did you know Cain had a sister called Lulua and Abel had a sister called Aclamia? This, uh, I I found this in the first book of Adam and Eve There's apparently, Adam and Eve apparently had their own books that were not included in the Bible And in there, (laughs) they said Cain had a sister called Lulua And Abel had a sister called Aklimia Anyways, fucking blew my mind, okay By taking the fruit... Okay, the life cycle. This gift, which should be seen as bringing knowledge of life, death, and rebirth through a woman's cycle, was instead ultimately perceived as a symbol of betrayal, of womankind bringing death and evil into the world. I don't know, man. Like, when you just look at, like... Well, let me just keep reading. Okay. Eve's menstruation and subsequent... expulsion from eden became the root cause of mortal death a death which was seen as an end rather than part of a continuing cycle yes this is all about perspective how one looks at it some people just looked at it as linear while others are saying "Whoa, how are you getting this linear it's it's a circle it's a okay the gift became twisted further so that the sexuality and fertility which came with the woman cycle were also regarded as sinful. And that by being born of the womb, all human life inherited the evil existed in the womb, existing in the womb, the original sin. Wow. <laughs> Talk about, I think the whole tribe of Levi... You know, the priest class in in Israel, in the Bible. The whole class, the whole tribe of Levi, the priest class. I think they were all gay. I really think they were all gay. Or or they were eunuchs. Because if, if you look at all these other cultures and their <laughs> priestly class. That... E- Unless unless they have a bunch of priestesses, which they did, uh, uh, you had a bunch of eunuchs, and um, um, even even Chris Hedges says that uh, the Apostle Paul was most likely gay. I mean, I'm not unless there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that I think that detail is probably left out. I think, anyways. The gift of womanhood became the curse of womanhood. Although there is no mention of the story in the Bible, many traditions hold that Eve was in fact Adam's second wife. Yeah, exactly. His first wife, Lilith, was created as Adam's equal and fled from Eden when her sexuality was denied. Yeah, Lilith said, fuck you Adam, I'm gone. (laughs) I can get any dick I want. Bitch <laughs> She said bye <"Bye-bye."> bye <laughs> Adam's first wife Lilith left his ass Okay uh, Unlike Eve Lilith already possessed All the powers of womanhood Lilith came to epitomize The destroyer The temptress And death All the aspects of the dark moon f- Moon Feared by patriarchal society And denied To the initial good And innocent image of Eve yeah, everybody loves the innocent eighteen year old schoolgirl image, right? That is what is that is what sells, right? <laughs> you have fucking grown ass women trying to act like eighteen year old little schoolgirls. Right? Isn't that the fucking Eve image everybody just loves in patriarchal societies? Okay. Innocent image of Eve, okay. In later legend, Lilith but they can't take the Lilith side of, of women. Oh, no. They, they can't handle the Kali side. <laughs> the dark shadow side. They can't handle that. They know they can't handle that. <laughs> okay. Um. In later legends, Lilith became an aggressive sexual temptress. The consort of Satan. <laughs> This is like religious Marvel comics bad. That's basically what it is. It's you are taking your psyche and trying to create this story. It it's, it's and it's got characters and this character is bad, this character is good, and it's basically dividing up the mind, the psyche, your own inner drama. So if you can fix and edit their inner characters saying that if you can't act like this So if you do act like this on the outside, this is what happens to you, just like those animal videos (laughs) where they take something, give it to the animal, animal takes it, then they uh, take it and give it to a uh, a, a doll animal, and and then smacks the doll doll animal, then when they try to give it back to the actual dog, the dog doesn't take it anymore. That's basically what's going on. It's your internal drama, your monomyth, your characters, your psyche, the fractals of your soul. And they have basically taken these stories and characters that come from the inside and you know, they've edited the shit out of the stories, the structures, the outcomes, the 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 point. And yeah, it's become a sausage party. That's that's basically what it's become. It's a fucking sausage party. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, the concert of Satan with domain over basic instincts and carnal pre- pleasure. In medieval art, she was the serpent coiled around the tree of life, often depicted with the same face as Eve. By tempting... Yeah, my little... St- Should have just stuck uh, Kali's face in there with a the stunk taking out. Like, what, bitch? What are you gonna do, bitch? By tempting her, Lilith awoke within Eve her own menstrual cycle, unlocking the knowledge which it holds of light and darkness, and making her in the eyes of men bad like Lilith. Yeah, so this whole thing awoke... Lilith awoke within Eve her own menstrual cycle. So it's like... Uh... Isn't that... Isn't that... that, Like... Isn't there a whole thing with... Where women kind of sync up their menstrual cycles what if they you know, work or live together for a while. They all kind of sync up. I wonder why. <laughs> okay, after biting the apple herself, Eve offered the fruit to Adam. And in doing so, she offered the awareness and knowledge of the tree of life through herself. In other stories and legends, men are told that they must not pick the fruit from the tree of life because it is poisonous to them. In a medieval Scottish fairy tale, this warning was given to the mortal Thomas the Rhymer by the fairy queen who, ad- who abducted him and carried him off into the other world. The fruit of menstruation cannot be picked by men as it holds the knowledge intrinsic to the rhythmic nature of women, but its gifts may be given to men by, by women who have themselves picked the fruit. Yeah, wisdom. It's like when when the mom takes the food, chews it up, gives it to the little baby. That's... <laughs> okay. This powerful and important symbolism in the Adam and Eve story was replaced with the derogatory image of women being weaker in nature than men. And the source of man's temptation away from the divine rather than towards it. Yeah, it's just just men in that story once they did that to eve they just went full cuck full cuck religion full cuck okay (laughs) in some cultures it was believed that a girl's first act of sex was with a snake and that this caused menstruation In others, it was a snake's bite which started the bleeding. Both Eve in the Awakening and Eve in the Garden of Eden awoke to their womanhood through the intervention of the serpent. The knowledge of life presented by the fruit and inherent in womanhood cannot be received without also accepting the rhythmic, sexual, and creative energies of the serpent. Oh yeah, you'll definitely... uh, If you experience it, you'll definitely... (laughs) You'll definitely feel it. Okay, then next thing i want to read, the dark goddess. The prehistoric image of the source of life was that of a goddess who was seen as both the transforming womb and as the dynamic generative forces which created the universe and all life. Volcano. <laughs> she... <laughs> She was viewed as the continuous, invisible life force of the universe, and creation was her manifest body. The expression of this imagery was observed in the cycle of the moon and its phases. The goddess was seen as manifest in the three light phases of the moon as a trinity of growth, fruition, and decay, reflecting the transient cycle of the seasons and of life. The okay, where was I, sir? The dark goddess. Okay. She, the prehistoric image of the source of life was that of a god. Okay, I read that. Sorry. The expression of this imagery was observed, observed, in the cycle of the moon and its phases. The goddess was seen. As manifest in the three light phases of the moon As a trinity of growth, fruition, and decay Reflecting the transient cycle of the seasons and of life The unmanifest goddess was the dark phase of the moon The womb, the invisible, continuous source of life It's interesting Um. In, in Hinduism they say God is basically the sound Om Om And and, um, from my own personal experiences, that ohm sound seems to be coming from this like big ass crystal in the center of whatever our galaxy universe, whatever that is um producing that sound ohm, I think or. Either the crystals inside in the in the core of the earth, or I don't know, but that sound they're describing as being God ohm, I think is being produced by a big ass crystal, which is kind of like a pinkish red color, okay, if you want a visual, it's like the world stone from the game Diablo, okay, um. The invisible continuous source of life. Om. And isn't it interesting? Even in the word woman. Womb. Om. Womb. Woman. It's, it's, you can hear it. God. The sound of God. Om. Okay, later depictions of the moon goddess showed her as a trinity rather than in fourfold aspect. Not because the dark aspect was unknown, but because she was hidden to the human eye, Like the dark phase of the moon. She was the darkness of the invisible. Unmanifest. The source of life and potential. And was the pure consciousness which lay behind the trinity of light. Damn. Wait a minute. She was the darkness of the invisible. Unmanifest. The source of life and potential. And was the pure consciousness. Which lay behind the trinity of light. God damn. The trinity of light. That is fucking so. That is such a good way to put it. Okay. That's basically dark matter. Your dark matter these scientists apparently are keep looking for. They're right there. That's expressed right there, she was the darkness of the invisible, unmanifest, the source of life and potential, and was the pure consciousness which lay behind the trinity of light, just pure sound, what is sound, what is sound? Her darkness was the essence of the whole cycle as the light phases could not be perceived except in relationship to the darkness. The image of the goddess of life and death, darkness and light, as the whole cycle of the moon became split, with the image of the dark goddess of destructive energies and death becoming separated from her other aspect of generative energies and life. Volcano. The female image of death and destruction was no longer followed by the compensating image of the return to the universal womb to be reborn And thus the lunar cycle of life, death, and rebirth was broken. It's all good. We thought we could... Man thought they could break this cycle. (laughs) Like, they... Man thought they had uh, conquered nature. Well, they're about to be... Okay, the image of the divine feminine became polarized into the bright goddess of life and the terrifying underworld goddess who brought the finality of death. The powerful sexuality and destructive energies experienced by women in their menstrual cycles were brought together in the image of blood lusting war goddesses. The creative aspect of these energies was ignored and the wild, blood-crazed sexual image was expressed in goddesses like Ishtar, Sekhmet, and the Morrigan. The welcoming mother of death became perceived as evil, dealing in senseless and wanton destruction. This linking of sex and violence has continued into modern society. Reflected in films and books and in the number of violent rapes of women. The original image of creative sexuality and death intertwined has become horribly distorted. How do I put this? For for egos that have not yet been uh, popped... <laughs> That have not yet been popped by the by the destroyer, by darkness herself, by by the abyss. Alright. <laughs> Egos that have not yet been popped. Well, how do I put this? It's like. Hmm. Well. I'll just keep reading. And death intertwined has become horribly distorted. The destroyer as the bringer of change is frightening if viewed from a linear perspective. But if life and death are viewed as a continual cycle, the destroyer becomes the way to a new existence and new growth. Okay, let me let me put it this way. Um let's say the 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 goddess of darkness or the the goddess of death and destruction pays you a visit, let's say. Okay? Um <laughs> You're going to be you you won't know the difference between let's say orgasm and and pain. Because apparently, the, the wirings for the senses to pick up both pleasure and pain are actually, actually overlap each other. So, um, (laughs) anyways. Okay, the destroyer as the bringer of change is frightening if viewed from a linear perspective. But if life and death are viewed as a continual cycle. The destroyer becomes the way to a new existence and new growth. Mythology has often restricted goddesses to the good mother of life. Or to the frightening goddess of death aspects. But often the images still hold remnants of the whole cycle. Hecate. 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 Hecate I don't know how you say that. Hecate. The Greek goddess of the dark moon was the queen of witches and a goddess of death. As the waning and dark aspect of the moon, she was the patron of divination, dreams, and magic, and was the force which arose out of the inner darkness to bring visions, compulsions, ecstatic inspiration, and destructive madness. As the queen of the dead, Hecate, held the torch of regeneration and rebirth in other stories Hecate was described as wearing a bright headband and being tender-hearted it was Hecate who offered compassion to the grieving Demeter after the abduction of Persephone Hecate she was worshipped as a triple image and at crossroads where the four paths reflected the four phases of the moon. Approaching a crossroads, you may see the three paths in front, but the fourth path is hidden beneath your feet. The goddess Athene, Athene who was a virgin goddess of wisdom and intellect, also carried images of her darker aspect. The gorgon's head was closely associated with Athene, being pictured on her shield or on her aegis. In legend, the gorgon was Medusa, a woman with snakes for her hair, whose deadly gaze turned men to stone. Yeah, she was a shamaness. Her blood had the power to kill or to renew, depending on which vein it came from. The fact that her face was surrounded by writhing snakes, reflecting the image—or it could be a volcano. Who knows? It could be. It could be a volcano, reflecting, <laughs> reflecting the image of the vulva, made her a symbol of sexuality, regeneration, creation, renewal, and death. I mean, yeah, if you look at a volcanic um, cone, like erupting with the lava coming out, oozing out. It, it, yeah, it looks like a fucking. Um, uh it looks like a vagina man um (laughs) first it's got to bleed right the lava the red it's got to come out the blood has to come out after that then it can bring life once it once it's done erupting then the vegetation starts to come and then all the starts things starts to happen right This, this is basically how the human female body works right just is this quite fucking mind blowing to just picture it that way but like literally that, that is that is exactly how it works and, and and my question is just like the the everything else is on a cyclic timeline because of you know nature <laughs> like i wonder if um if earth everything it's going through if if it's all just like timed, you know like those old pianos that played by themselves so basically it was like a metal plate that has had the holes in certain locations that would hit the the things on the piano to produce the sound of that note right so that would just rotate by itself so my question is, is 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 the universe basically just like one of those tops like in uh, Inception, you know, <laughs> that you just wound up and spun, and it's just a matter of time for that top to wobble over. And, I don't know, it's like, anyways, anyways, where the fuck was I? Okay. Heck no, Gorgon's head, Athene. Okay. Both Hecate Hecate and Athene can thus be seen. No, I didn't read this part. Hold up. Vulva, right, okay. Reflecting the image of the vulva made her a symbol of sexuality, regeneration, creation, renewal, and death. Athene was also depicted with the owl with its associations with with death and the powers of prophecy, both Hec- Hecate and Athene can thus be seen to contain the image of other aspects of the moon's phases to some degree in a single goddess image. The descent of a goddess into the realm of the dead to bring back new life and knowledge is a recurrent theme in the mythology and reflects the cycle of the seasons the moon and of women in greek legend persephone the daughter of the corn goddess demeter is interesting because if you look up the origin where corn comes from it comes from north america so how is how how does greek legend have a corn goddess anyways persephone the daughter of the corn goddess demeter was abducted into the underworld demeter Dem- demeter in her grief withdrew the powers of fertility and growth from the world until her daughter should be found. Persephone could only return completely to the world above if she took nothing from the underworld, but she ate some pomegranate seeds, an act which bound her to return to the underworld once a year. Kind of sounds like uh, Aladdin. Persephone, or Kore, K-O-R-E, I'll say Kore, was the maiden of the corn plant, the seed, whilst Demeter was the corn itself. The story echoes the uniting principle of the moon's cycle, where the child of the mother is of the same substance as the mother. The cutting of the corn and its death did not kill that which made the corn grow, but was necessary for it to be brought back to life persephone as the corn seed rested in the underworld until she was reborn in the spring and for that part of the year she was the queen of the dead yeah basically you have to have a story that <laughs> that uh can justify why you're eating all this stuff basically basically Sorry. You think you think the food or the a- or the animal that's getting eaten is uh the one writing the stories <laughs> or the myths? No, it says uh, the motherfuckers are eating this shit. Okay. Um, let's see. The cutting of the corn okay. Persephone as the corn seed rested in the underworld until she was reborn in the spring and for that part of the year she was the queen of the dead. The descent of Persephone can also be seen as reflecting the cycle of women as well as the cycle of life. Once a month women withdraw into the waning phase of their monthly cycles to rest in the darkness of menstruation. Persephone, like Eve, takes the red fruit of menstruation and becomes linked to a cycle of withdrawal, renewal of energies, and descent into the underworld. Above her in the world, the energies of fertility are withdrawn into winter by Demeter, reflecting the sympathy between a woman's cycle and that of the land at menstruation, a woman experiences a withdrawal of her energies from the outside world, focusing her awareness inwards to aid her own growth and understanding so that she can bring the knowledge out into the everyday world. Both Persephone and the menstruating women, woman are in a state of winter with the fertile energies withdrawn. The first descent into darkness is necessary for a maiden to to grow into a mother. the successive descents each month enable a woman to receive back into herself the younger part of herself so that she can begin life again. To descend each month, month with Persephone is to descend into the underworld of the subconscious, to become closer to the source of all life and consciousness, and to give meaning and understanding to life. The story of the Awakening follows the path of Eve's first descent. The Red Lady is the enchantress or wicked stepmother. She destroys the child in Eve by awakening her powers of womanhood. The Red Lady holds the powers of visions of magic, transformation, and truth. In the darkness, her vision brings Eve madness, compulsion, ecstatic inspiration, sexual and dynamic energies. Before these, sounds like a shamaness. Before these energies be, bring destruction through Eve, and in Eve she is called by the Mother of Darkness to transform her energies, creating out of destruction and bringing light out of darkness. By descending, Eve experiences the, ex- the existence of two worlds the everyday visible world and the inner invisible world. Like the prehistoric goddess, she is of both worlds and moves between the two each month. Her first... Yeah, man. (laughs) We've all all seen the fucking... We've all seen the videos, right? (laughs) Of the boyfriends, how they act, drink, right? It's, It's like... Okay. Like the prehistoric goddess, she is of both worlds and moves between the two each month. Her first descent starts the spiraling cycles of renewal which will accompany her through her fertile life. Okay, the next part I wanted to read was... Yeah, the female shaman and priestess. A woman who becomes aware of her cycle and of its energies learns also an awareness of a level of life beyond the visible. She holds an intuitive link with the energies of life, birth, and death, and perceives divinity within the land and within herself. From this awareness, the woman interacts not only with the visible and mundane, but also with the invisible and spiritual aspects of her life. It was through this month... It was through this monthly altered state of awareness that the female shaman or medicine woman or later the priestess brought her energies, insights and connection with the divine into the manifest world and to her community. Healing, magic, prophecy, teaching, inspiration and survival all came from her ability from her ability To feel both worlds, to travel between them, and to bring her experiences from one to the other. It's all good. It's all all coming back. No worries. It's all coming back. The increase in the dominance of men in society and religion led to the decline in the status of the female shaman and priestess. Well, in Korea, they still have a bunch of uh, female shamans. They're called mudangs. Okay. Until ultimately, men took over their positions and roles. The role of the priestess was repressed so thoroughly and completely in Western society that the active position of a woman, of a woman in structured religion, all but disappeared. Yeah, they're still fucking debating about whether a woman can preach in a church, man. If a woman can lead men in Christianity, they're still debating this shit, man. Like fuck you, like, man. All men came out of a fucking vagina, man. All men that is alive right, all men that are alive right now on this fucking planet came out of a fucking vagina, okay? That vagina is God. Is is a portal, motherfucker, like without that portal that vagina, you wouldn't have even been able to come into this stupid ass existence, man. Fucking We're still debating about dumb shit like this, man. The less structured position of the wise woman or witch was able to continue underground and became the last link with the ancient matriarchal religions. Yeah, they burnt all the witches and kept the doctors. The village which was versed in the magic of nature, healing, and relationships, and was able to interact with her menstrual cycle, the seasons, and her intuitive inner self. She offered help and guidance in the passage of life and death. She brought initiation and transformation through the rites of passage, and she led the ecstatic rites which brought connectedness, fertility, and inspiration to her people. The village which Offered the balance of female awareness and energies within male dominated society and religion, unfortunately, these powers of the feminine were also clearly seen as a threat to the male structure and the medieval witch persecutions and the medi- medieval witch persecutions virtually destroyed the traditions of the witch or wise woman. yeah, I mean even Europe has A whole history of male witches. (laughs) Male witches. Shamans. Fucking Harry Potter. The lightning bolt symbol on his head. Shamanism. Anyways. By attacking the witches, the pers- the persecutors acknowledged that these women had power. But the virtual destruction of the status of witchcraft resulted rather from society's later denial of these feminine powers. Yeah, basically the the uh, sausage party led uh, religious state um, state power patriarchal power land owning power class um, had to <laughs> had to uh, take take uh, take over the the positions of the midwives basically the midwives were the the leaders of the the female communities let's say uh, for you know, feminine stuff, advice, stuff, counseling needs, and uh, and uh, they got replaced. Those midwives basically got replaced by the doctors, right? So the whole culture and wisdom and traditions and uh, secret knowledge, all that stuff. Of the sacred feminine side of life Which was held by the midwives, let's say Was taken over and replaced by the doctor and the priest Sausages It's just because they can't Yeah, because it's it's a sausage, sausage fest, basically They just can't take anything other than sausage, I guess Alright. The witch became an object of ridicule portrayed in children's books and at Halloween as a comical figure. The early penalties for being caught and the later indoctrination of fear and shame deterred women from expressing the abilities and needs which would have reawakened the feminine tradition. The direct effects of the witch persecutions are felt even today in the lack of any formalized teachings in society which acknowledge the female cyclic nature and energies, let alone offer guidance in her in their use. It's okay. Mother Nature is going to rekindle <laughs> all the fires so we mm-hmm. remember. <laughs> Don't worry. There was... A <laughs> We forgot? Don't worry, she'll remind us. That's her job, to remind us dumb monkeys to evolve. The result of the denial of active experience of their spirituality for women is that they themselves accept a male-structured and dominated religion. Yeah, it's a sausage fest. They just fucking love sausage without any idea of their own innate spirituality. To become aware of this spirituality, a woman must stand outside the male religion and the majority of the religious community, an action which is very difficult if she has been brought up in a male religion without any concept of outside, and which can be very frightening due to the the lack of tradition and guidance. The crushing of female-oriented spirituality is a comparatively recent event in the history of humankind, but it was achieved so thoroughly that traces are left only in Western folklore, archaeology, myths, and legends, and in the need still felt within women. With the rise of women's status in the 20th century, there has been a growing need to express female spirituality in a recognized form. Under female pressure, some Christian churches have accepted women into the priesthood, but although this acknowledges women as being spiritually aware, it negates their femininity. Yeah, because Western society has basically just decided we are not going to allow any feminine anything in our culture our subconscious and our psyche no we're not gonna have any of it it's all just gonna be sausages okay that is the deal okay you cannot have no sir you cannot have a female god no sir like (laughs) it's fucking crazy that okay on on social media anytime i'll 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 just comment god as a volcano she's coming right people first of all the first thing they go nuts over is god is not a she <laughs> like that is the first thing <laughs> like that's the first thing the first and most common thing that people always bitch about the first thing is like god is not a she what's wrong with this guy god is not a she <laughs> like, what bible is he read it's like i can't it's like 2022 but in western culture they can't even imagine This is the thing. Certain images just cannot mix in in the Western psyche, mind. Just certain image. If you put two images, certain images together, their mind just explodes. Their head just explodes. Like, we have been brainwashed, man. We have been brainwashed into only ordering hot dogs. That's all All you can order is hot dogs Because that's the only thing on the menu Hot dogs <laughs> Okay Uh, Let's see The crushing of female oriented spirituality Is a comparatively recent event In the history of humankind Okay oh, uh, With Okay Under the female pressure... Okay, read all that. The term female priest... Okay, yeah, there we go. Under female pressure, some Christian churches have accepted women into the priesthood, but although this acknowledges women as being spiritually aware, it negates their femininity. Yeah, feminism should maybe try a little bit more femininity (laughs) instead of less of isms. How about you try some femininity, masculinity. It's it's just expressions of energy. Okay. The term female priest rather than priestess makes the woman an honorary male. Yeah, like the movies coming out, the, the female king or, or something, she king. Like they can't even say queen. It has to be the female king. Like, okay. Ignoring the feminine nature and powers which she embodies. A woman cannot be a priest by virtue of her femininity, but it is that very femininity and sexuality which link her to the awareness of the divine, the rhythms of life, and the universe. You know why the serpent came to Eve first? All that means the serpent is the symbol of her own soul, is the symbol of her awakening why did Eve awaken first, motherfucker? <laughs> all these religions, all these motherfucking priests, these hot dogs, claiming to know everything in their books. It's all written down in their books, all this bullshit. Where the fuck did all this shit come from to begin with, motherfucker? Huh? It's, like, it's just sad, man. Like, it's fucking 2022, man. It's, like, just sad. It's fucking, hey, man. <sighs> The priesthood offers women a recognized spiritual role, but it does not confer anything more. The ability to be a spiritual being is inherent in the nature and body of a woman. The ability of the priestess Slash wise woman Slash female shaman Slash fit Slash uh, witch To meditate the powers of the divine Is inherent in all women And comes from a woman's awareness of herself To become a priestess is to search within The image of a woman holding a chalice Has a different meaning from that of a man Whether this is recognized consciously or subconsciously And perhaps it is this fact which frightens men into thinking that women will take over their religion. Why can't we have both? Like, why why can't there be an expression of all kinds of fractals of our own psyche? I mean, that's basically what we're doing. Except... One group is saying to this other small group, no, you can't do that no more. You only have to be like us. It's it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a club. If you want to be part of it, just got to be monkey see monkey do. Okay. There is a need to reawaken both images, which should be balanced and compatible, each accepted in its own right. Yeah. Adults. The myth of the male and the myth of the female are not the same, but neither are they separate. They are intricately woven together in balance and harmony. Yeah, you can't have dudes without women. You can't have women without dudes. That's that's just as simple as you can put it, man. Although, in the future... There might be more sperm banks? (laughs) I don't know. In the past, the moon-like nature of women was recognized as demonstrating the link between women and the universe. Through her body, the woman experienced... Can you define woman, please? (laughs) Through her body, the woman experienced... Intuitively, the interconnectedness of all life, the lack of distinction between the divine and creation, and the cycle of life, death, and rebirth. Yeah, Europe uh, about to. (laughs) Europe about to find out this whole cycle again, how nature works. (laughs) These realizations are sadly missing from the hectic everyday modern world and are difficult to comprehend unless they are experienced directly through the body for women and through women for men. There is no room in mainstream society for the ecstatic dances spirituality expressed through sexuality and the body or for the inner withdrawal to bring forth the voice of prophecy or oracle. Although many more women are becoming aware of their cyclic nature, exploring their cyclic energies and spirituality, and sharing their knowledge through workshops, artwork, and books, most of society is still cut off from the powers of the feminine, the powers of inspiration and empathy which bring growth and understanding, the removal of the fear of death, and the oneness of the mind, body, creation, and the divine. With the encroachment of the female into the male world, the advancement of women has been mostly intellectual, empty of the intuitive understanding and creativity, which is the basis of their nature. There are no archetypes or traditions to guide women on their needs and abilities in these new modern areas of work and experience. It is therefore vitally important that women redress this lack that they take their awareness of their cyclic nature into the workplace and general community help society to see it as a positive and empowering force on all levels at work in business and the family in relationships in education in medicine and in creating personal growth and goals and that they help to rebuild help to build guidelines approaches and new traditions for women to follow I'm just saying if you look at energy like like an arrow what are you trying to hit basically you got to know what you're trying to hit what what are you aiming at so that you can take all that energy that rage that anger that sense of wanting to 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 Wanting to be just To serve justice Whatever your energy Is That you are just like Over Coming with <laughs> What are you pointing it at? Okay So that's the way you gotta look at it All that energy You gotta You gotta Put it towards something So you can Either build shit Or you can destroy shit There's a time for both so you know it's just we gotta be adults basically or nature will make us adults okay Approaches okay to follow the development of understanding in each individual woman is important and therefore the guidance of the passage from childhood into womanhood is also important Modern society has lost many of its rites of passage and therefore there is a need to reinstate the rites of initiation at puberty, the seasonal and lunar rites, and the rites of transformation at death and birth if society is to relearn the realizations realizations of the menstrual cycle. Women are starting to write new stories and myths. Creating new songs and paint new archetypes. And we need more women doing this. If the tradition of women is to be reestablished. Exactly. Don't take fucking stories that have been written by men for men. And just replace it with women. No. Fucking write your own stories. Characters. Like there's a whole section of. Literature and art, and all this expression missing because of sausages. So, get to work. That's all we're saying. Fucking shine, bitch. Shine. Okay. Where was I? Okay, blah, blah, blah. Women are starting. Okay, right. Reestablish the act of this reawakening reconnects women with their complete natures and offers that awareness to future generations in the hope that it will never be lost again. Most importantly, however, it creates a place in society for the female shaman, the wise woman, the oracular priestess, the witch, the medicine, and spirit woman. In the awakening, Eve is acknowledged as being of two worlds and having the ability to walk between them, by carrying the red veil of menstruation, she holds in herself the powers and nature of the Divine Feminine. This responsibility accompanies her awakening into the realization of her true nature. For the mar- for the modern woman who does not understand her cycle, the excuse of the menstrual cycle for behavioral problems is valid, and even those who do not understand their cycles... Are unable to accept full responsibility because society does not let them express their true nature. Yeah, man. Modern modern society, modern masculine thing is uh, they're still so afraid of of the feminine, man. They're still so afraid of the feminine. But um, let me see. Let me see. Do I want to read some more or? I want to leave it at that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to leave it at that. This way, well, let me read the afterward. Okay, your understanding of and interaction with your menstrual cycle is a process of learning which will continue throughout your menstrual life. This will not result in a sudden alteration in the symptoms or the regularity of your cycle, but you will begin to accept, understand, and welcome the abilities and energies which, e- which each phase brings and to balance them in your life. There will be times when the demands and commitments of modern life make it difficult for you to be fully aware of your nature as a woman. Nevertheless, you will still have the ability to reawaken the link between your mind, body, and creative energies wherever you have the opportunity. The awareness and knowledge gained through the menstrual cycle wax and wane like the moon. Insight gained through experience in one phase of the cycle can be lost in another so that the pursuit for knowledge of the menstrual cycle becomes a continuous spiral throughout a woman's menstrual life in which she is always learning and relearning. The only constant is the here and now, the phase which you are currently experiencing and the perception and knowledge which it brings. Red Moon began with a story offering images of the nature of women. Stories of the menstrual cycle and the gifts of womanhood were told in the past and will continue to be told in the future, forever changing in perception and interpretation and forever remaining the same. The story of women's nature has no definitive meaning, no beginning and no end, but it is one which lives in all women. Yeah, and... What a woman should be, should be left to women to decide. Men should decide what men want to be, okay? (laughs) I think if we can do that and respect each side, I think we can make progress. Alright, peace.